shall I count us in? So we just have like silence and then. Um, well, yeah, that sounds like that sounds like good protocol. That sounds like something <laughs> that a professional podcast producer would have brought uh, in ages ago. Not but not just starting an episode. Not. <laughs> And I'm Jasper Pickering. And today, what are we going to be talking about? We're going to be talking about uh, Facebook Live and its uses in social media video and when you should use Facebook Live as opposed to just recording video and then uploading it for later consumption. Yeah, it's still a relatively new format, isn't it? Facebook Live only really started to take off this year. Yeah, well, what you might notice if you see in London that there are a lot of billboards and Facebook Live is pushing people for everyone to use it. So regardless of what your profession is or if you use a professional in a professional capacity, but they want you to live, do Facebook Lives of you at a, a sports game if it's not being recorded or just you walking through through town, through a park. They want every aspect of your life kind of captured because they want people to be able to broadcast themselves like that. And I know a couple of my friends do it and they do it in a capacity where they might go to, say, a gig and if they don't get in trouble for doing it they might yeah record a bit of the gig and then people can watch along with it live and it's can be useful for that but it doesn't get in a lot of traction in that regard but what newsrooms are doing now is they're using it in a professional capacity and you can see that it has worked strongly for them in terms of the way they cover news events yeah and that's obviously our focus on how journalists can use facebook live to tell more compelling stories as journalists obviously we want to make use of all of the new available media um, so what do you think the advantage of Facebook Live is over just sort of a conventional recorded video? Well, the first thing is obviously the immediacy of the video. Like you can capture stuff that's happening in real time. So it's good for, say, you're covering a specific event or um, it, as you might have seen, as many people did the Trump's press conference. It's a good way. CNN did a broadcast. Uh, I think Al Jazeera did a broadcast as well. I think most major news outlets were covering that and everyone was engaging um, with that because it was all happening live and people could respond to it live. There was live tweeting going along while people were watching on Facebook live. And it's, that's probably the main reason you use it for. Um, obviously you can watch it pre-recorded later. So that is also the added benefit. Yeah. You've got a lot of angry faces flying across the screen. The, yeah. That's, that's one of the beauties of it is the real time response. And I think that's what, because Facebook introduced that very recently is in place of a dislike button, which people have been calling on for years. And I think it's much better to have angry, sad, because it doesn't necessarily mean I disagree with this, therefore I'm going to dislike it. It just means you can engage with it in your own way. You can find it funny. You can be angry. You can be happy. Yeah, way. yeah. No, it's not disliking, is it? We all love to be angry. Yeah, absolutely. I think especially when you get behind a keyboard, everyone loves to get a bit angry. Yeah. But the that's one of the things at the press conference when you just see him and then just angry faces, like a swarm of angry faces <laughs> flying across like locusts. Yeah, well, and... So th I think that kind of shows the advantage of Facebook Live over just posting ordinary videos on Facebook. Um, but 
it doesn't really explain, I think, why you necessarily want to use Facebook Live to broadcast something rather than conventional live TV. Because it's not just newspapers that have been, or online news outlets that have been doing Facebook Live. Actual video, actual TV organisations like the BBC have and, and Channel 4 have been doing their own Facebook Live videos. So if you already have access to live TV, what is the advantage of using Facebook Live? Well, that's the thing, because broadcast has been obviously around for years, and it's, yeah, the BBC, the 24-hour coverage. But what it does is it, I think it just sort of, it takes a timestamp of an event, and it just puts it in that video. And then that video, after it, after it's been live, it, it stays there. Um, I think uh, one example, like, and people... Yeah, the video the is time. still on. It's still on the timeline. After yeah, it's and you can live. get like a unique perspective on it. But like I said, it's not just news organisations; it's ordinary people. So, say there's um, something unexpected has happened, and someone's covering that um, by posting it on Facebook Live. They don't realise what they're doing, but what they're actually doing is really important to journalism as a whole because it's giving another perspective. This, when you see like uh, mobile phone footage coming out of. Um, say, I don't know, train crashes or something similar or someone's doing a Facebook Live, the aftermath of that, it's important for people to see that even if they... And that's why, as well, it's important to not have that, like, dislike function because people can't just be happy or sad about... they You know, they're going to respond in different ways. You know, it might be shock. They might be trying to broadcast to let people know they're safe or what's happening. Um, so it is very important. Yeah, there's a more collaborative nature, isn't there? There's, yeah, absolutely. There's, there's that... that leveling factor that we often talk about within social media which is that because anybody can go on facebook live because you've just got your phone and you can just immediately go live yeah i think because a lot of people obviously in different fields like sociology for instance you know they talk about the uh the top down sort of media consumption and now it's very much you know bottom up yeah in the way news organizations hear about stuff like the way news organizations responded to i don't know if you remember this but the um the young man who was attacked in Chicago, the men, you know, the the special needs. Uh, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and obviously everyone was really appalled when that happened. Um, and news organisations responded to that immediately. And the, those perpetrators were promptly arrested. So it can work to people's advantage. But obviously people will be stupid enough to broadcast themselves doing something illegal. Um, and I suppose as well, I mean, there's just the simple fact of it reaching a different audience from traditional broadcast television. Um, yeah, we, there's I, that we have that there's that thing that you often talk about when you talk about online video, which is the difference between kind of lean forward and lean back video. Um, yeah. So lean back video is kind of when you're sitting on. That's the sound of me leaning back on my chair. Um, <laughs> when you, I don't know why I felt the need to visually demonstrate that, where you sit on your sofa and you're leaning back and you're watching what's on TV um, and then lean and, and you're sort of there and you're passively consuming whatever is in front of you whereas when you lean forward and you're watching something online supposedly your attention span is much shorter um, and you need things to grab your attention very quickly I mean obviously so that means that Facebook Live is something that you don't choose to watch it just takes your interest as you're scrolling down Facebook but I'm not sure how it fits with the traditional wisdom that says online video has to be very short, very snappy, has to grab your attention, keep it for only a minute and then give up. Like they're traditionally very long Facebook Live. Yeah, I think that's one of the biggest changes to come is 
it used to be, yeah, so if you watch YouTube videos, uh, when YouTube just started, it, you couldn't make a video that was longer than 10 minutes. And now their algorithm says if your video is longer than 10 minutes, you're more likely to get pushed to the trending or the front page of YouTube because YouTube wants to encourage people to sit in front of a screen for as long as possible. They want you to be actively engaged in the video that you're watching. So that's why stuff like gameplay videos is really good for that because it's easy content to make. You don't need to edit it too much and then you can pump out five, 10 minute videos every day if if you if you were into that. Um, and I think now in terms of news consumption, people expect more from how they consume, especially video. They're looking for stuff that's engaging, that's long form and that really grabs their interest. That's why um, the Vice News Network has done such a good job with that is because they, they're putting out sort of mini documentaries about 25 minutes in length um, on very interesting topics and people are really engaged with that because they're prepared to sit down for that time and watch that video for that length. It's, yeah. it's I think it's tough to say, uh, you know, young people aren't as engaged with media now. They're not willing to sit down because I think um, this stuff, you know, the way the things are going now, I think that's definitely not the case. I think most people will watch a lot of their news on Facebook depending on whether it's a live video or whether it's just a quick sort of 30 second social video yeah. that just kind of grabs their interest because it's entertaining. Um, I know a lot of people wouldn't have watched a Trump press conference, for instance, if it wasn't being broadcast on Facebook. Absolutely. They, I doubt many people would be willing to tune into Sky News or the BBC just to watch that conference, but it was widely covered and people were actively engaged with it. I think, and I, I don't know whether you would agree with this, but another aspect of... Uh, the benefit of having very long Facebook Live videos is, in general, the ideal format for a Facebook Live video is something that you don't necessarily have to watch the whole thing. You can dip in and out. Um, you can come in when it's already been running for 15 minutes and you've effectively missed nothing. Certainly you get that with the Trump press conference because at the start of the press conference, he's attacking the media. At the end of the press conference, he's attacking the media. And throughout the middle of the press conference, he's attacking the media. But I'm thinking here particularly of the ideal golden platonic standard of Facebook Live that is BuzzFeed's 45-minute Exploding Watermelon Challenge. Yeah, I think the Exploding Watermelon Challenge, I doubt we'll get better than that. I think we peaked <laughs> in terms of news coverage. Uh, that was something that I feel people, are, again, would be engaged with. But like you said, for 45 minutes, you'd pop in. You'd want to, like, like the watermelon, you want to pop in and pop out. And you'd want to see the progress of the watermelon, maybe just, you know, have it bookmarked or something. Or you can yeah. go, okay, how, what's it looking like now? Or oh, it looks like it's on breaking point. Um, <laughs> Which it did for about 25 minutes. 25 minutes. It was just, you could tell it was under a lot of stress. <laughs> uh, probably much like uh, people covering Trump, I guess, in yeah. that regard. Yeah, yeah. He is quite like an explaining watermelon, isn't yeah. he, Trump? I, I do. Well, I personally feel like a watermelon <laughs> being restricted by hundreds of elastic bands most days. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. But I'm being held together by that stress. <laughs> so. Yeah, well, anyway, I think we're also stretching this analogy quite far. Very far. Um, <laughs> the, the other thing I wanted to touch on is Facebook Live Audio, which is something that Facebook's currently testing with a number of um, news outlets. Yeah, I, we have being rolled out soon. Yeah, we have talked about this before, and I did. I have seen it being covered, but not nearly as widely as I think it should be, mm. because I think that's going to be an important development. I think one of the most important things about that is that it's not your device in front of you, it's your device in your pocket. And I think that's a big distinction. With a Facebook Live video, you have to have the screen on to be able to view it and to listen to the audio. But normally with, say, podcasts or music or anything, 
you can put your phone away and put it in your pocket. And I think what the live audio is going to do is make, not make podcasts more popular like this one. Um, <laughs> it's But it's going to make them more easily accessible. I, I find that with podcasts, there's lots of different ways you can find a podcast and you can listen to it. Um, but it does require an active active search for a particular podcast like yeah. the Interactive's podcast which you can yeah. find on iTunes um, <laughs> thank you and <laughs> you should subscribe and rate yeah, five stars you should, yeah subscribe rate five stars um, be sure to I don't know if we're going to release any merch for Interactive's <laughs> I feel like we should oh we definitely should I feel like yeah just I don't know I want to be able to wear the Interactive's logo with pride on say yeah on a hoodie or you know a laptop sticker oh, that's a great <laughs> idea I yeah. would buy that hoodie yeah but anyway yeah back to <laughs> No, I think Back it, to it, really, it brings it the, to a, a yeah. new audience, right? Um, yeah, absolutely. It brings it to a new audience. People who may not listen to podcasts will perhaps be interested in listening to a podcast if it's something more interesting or just any kind of live audio because um, people will be listening to conversations. People can, rather than do do what we're doing, which is we're pre-recording this and then we're going to fix it in post and put it up on iTunes, you can just record it straight away onto Facebook Lite and then Facebook will keep a record of that. Yeah, and 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 what we I mean what we're doing now is we record it and then we fire it out to subs- our subscribers and then we try and get new subscribers. Yes. Whereas you just completely cut out a number of those steps with Facebook Live. You just record audio and send it out to whatever your existing audience is. Absolutely. And if you have push notifications as well, I think that's important. So if you are actively subscribed to someone, which you, you can do in in two, maybe three clicks. Um, if you if you're actively searching for, say, interactors on Facebook and you want to subscribe, you can click subscri- subscribe. And every time something like a Facebook Live video or a live audio comes out, you'll get a notification. You will know, and you can listen along. And again, you can tune in and out if that's how you prefer to consume your media. Exciting times. Anyway, I think that's about all we've got time for. Thanks very much, yeah. Jasper. Well, thank you for having me. It was good fun. The podcast. Um, thanks to Paddington Bear for our soundtrack. And as always.